Garfield, do 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 do. Garfield, do 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 do. Garfield, Garfield. Hello. Hey. And Uh, attention, guys! I, I, or I, uh, I, everyone on the call. I, uh, I just realized that my my sleep sound noise machine is still running, so I'm gonna mute my mic here for a second because it's voice activated. But I don't want to interrupt the conversation. Okay. I'm gonna mute my mic and then I'm gonna tell it to stop. John, before you mute your mic and and yeah. tell your, I just I don't want to interrupt the flow. Of the no, I just wanted to commend you for the way that you handled that in such a, um, you know, subtle and understated fashion. <laughs> Like so, it's not to to disrupt the flow of things. Thank yeah. you. Okay, but no. I'm I'm muting myself now. Okay. No, it's, John, it's... let us know when you mute yourself. Sorry. No, it, it's on. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it's it's just. Uh... <laughs> Listener, I'm I'm assuming all this goes in. Listeners, you can't see because this is a um this is a pod audio medium. John is cupping his hands to his mouth and hey like what's up what's up everybody i'm back i'm back <laughs> okay i'm actually recording now <laughs> i'm assuming all this goes in oh uh it's your it's your week to edit so which means it's all going in be the change you wish to see in the world uh, i i feel like that really encapsulates my life john this year, this past year mm-hmm I wished to see everyone move from Hawaii to a uh, barren, hyperborean, wintry hellscape. And so I did that. I just, um, it was this past year. The, the, mid, the Midwest? Yeah, the American, the, the uninhabitable American Midwest. Um, oh, I mean, you did, you did do one thing. You managed to go back in time about 50 years. Did go back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got. I mean, you got to at least, you know, you know, acknowledge that. I mean, it's yeah. pretty. You know, it's pretty nice to go back in time fifty years. Sometimes, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, you know, for the past twelve months or so, if you only reverted back in time fifty years rather than like two or three hundred to yeah. the days of, you know plantation slavery and um like you're doing all right yeah and um and now that we're in uh the 2020 years um 50 years ago is like is what the 70s it was it was about the same level of racism racist right now (laughs) really was was not wildly different yeah the only difference is uh we we haven't had reagan yet which is i would argue Actually, you know what? I'm going to argue that Nixon was the cause of everything. Yeah, I think that's a safe. Uh, I no, mean, Nixon. Reagan, Reagan yeah. certainly. Just, I mean, hyper- we, we could, as we often do in our Garfield podcast, have a long discussion about historical causality <laughs> and, you know, the extent yeah. to which it's 
impersonal forces and the extent to which personalities, blah, blah, blah. But I, Jesse, I'm definitely with you that um, the Nixon years were like a hinge point in contemporary American history. Yeah, the 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 third hinge point was uh, was Newt Gingrich. Mm. <laughs> the second one was uh, Reagan. I mm. think that's probably fair. I like. I, I feel like that Nixon hinge point is in a lot of ways the um, the the key. Like that's kind of a turn. The Southern in, strategy, in a sense, yeah. like Reagan and Gingrich are accelerants. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're just splitting hairs. I would. I mean, you know, I would also. And some would also argue, and this is this is me. America all, always <laughs> always sucked. Oh yeah, that's pretty fair. much yeah. Yeah, we could also just say it was a bad choice. It was a bad yeah, choice it was just, just it letting was a, it was a white bad people country. have boats. Yeah. It was a bad choice. Like yeah. white people should we have never gotten boats. boat control. <laughs> but, actually, you we know what? We, we, we got like to do something about all these boats coming in. These boats are, are bringing you know crime. I'm going to go back even further, and this is. And, and, uh, I'm going to go back even further. The creation of the stock market, stock market in the in the 1500s in mm. in uh, in Holland is mm. the reason why everything sucks. And, I and would flowers. argue that I would I would suggest that many things sucked prior to that point. But well, well, like, I mean, it's the reason why capitalism sparked uh, the age of exploration. Mm -hmm. Because once you made nothing, um, uh, like valuable. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, money is made up. Uh, but, <laughs> oh yeah. But once you made nothing valuable, that's when that's when it that kind of sparked off the age of exploration. Hmm. Because you needed to extract more resources in order to make more of that nothing more valuable. Well, John knows I love resources. Like you hey. let me at some resources, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> Chris goes nuts for the resources. <laughs> There's two things I love. There's two things I love doing with resources. One, extraction. Two, consumption. Yeah. I'm well, all about I mean, it's the in your blood. It's Look, in your blood. Will, I, will I speculate on resources occasionally? Sure. But mostly extraction <laughs> and consumption. Speaking of, that is actually oddly close to the first uh, <laughs> to the first uh, Garfield. I think that was a uh, literal quote. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want to turn on sticky keys, you bastard. Why don't you turn on sticky keys? Oh, I don't know what it is. So, okay, so just I just want to complain about one other thing. I'd like to quick. hear. It. Wait, 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 just wait, just, just this, one. This seems perfect. We may this... want to leave it for. Actually, like, this seems this seems this seems like a perfect lead-in. So I'm just gonna yeah. say, you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the podcast with only Daniels as co-host. My name is Christopher Winter. I'm Jim Davis. Uh, it's a joy to be jo joined on the program today by a fan favorite uh, celebrity guest host um, known far and wide as the creator of Alphabet Flight, Creepy Critters, and the Slate Political Gab Fest. Um, <laughs> the inventor of tulips, none other than Jesse Cooper. Jesse, it's a joy to have you on the program today. Hi. Ooh. Hi. It's, it's me. I uh, I decided to issue the concept of gender uh, since last time I was on. So, um, you know, that's that's a that's a thing. That's pretty sweet. And then actually, someone's got to issue. Look, it's not going to issue itself. I know. John, you haven't been introduced yet. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You have not been introduced I, yet. I, you're right. You're right, Chris. I retract my <laughs> statement. I'd like to apologize to the group. 
Also, also uh, pleased to be joined on the program tonight by my secondary host, John Gibson. Who's who's Jim Davis? Hello. Um, Hi, I'm here. Hello, John. It's it's. How's everybody doing? <laughs> it's, well, no, it's 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 a it's it's uh, apropos that you should ask because that leads us <laughs> and and that Jesse should be uh, discussing. Oh, our new segment. Their recent past. Yeah, this leads us to our new segment. How you doing? And Jesse is a, is a guest host. <laughs> I feel like we should go to you first. How you doing? Um, as <clears throat> as good as you can be when uh, you are scared to go outside and the concept of people might lead to your death. That is a, it is a problem. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I will say another thing, something that has started to annoy me more is much like a lot of people, you have to yell at your phones to do things. Mm-hmm you know, such as set timers. And I'm real upset that my phone keeps on telling me when I ask, hey, how much time is on the timer? It says, you can do that in the app each time. I want to throw it each time it does that. I don't <laughs> fucking care. I'm telling you to tell me it. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't, you know, just don't tell me I can do something in the app when I'm talking to you. It's, I'm supposed to be in the Star Trek future <laughs> or at least the cyberpunk future. And yeah. I don't need my phone talking back to me. Uh, I don't just, need, I'd be fine with that as long as it didn't like advertise other things to me, like <laughs> like my Bezos box. When I when I say like, "Hey, Bezos box, put on brown noise or whatever," it it, it like it always gives me a fucking ad. It's like, "Hey, did you know that you can do this other dumbass fucking thing?" And <laughs> it's know, weird it's just... that they try to promote it as a dumbass fucking thing. It's like <laughs> that ad it's just um, like every time i just want you to do the thing that i told you jesse to do. may i ask which digital assistant we're talking about I'm just i'm curious well it's google assistant which google normally assistant. it's fine i'm nice and polite i always ask yeah. you know i'm not activating it but like uh please set a timer for whatever i always ask and right. then just, and then like sometimes i just need to know how much time is left it's like you can do that yeah just pull just pull it up and tell me <laughs> just pull it up and tell me I'm already yelling at you across the room. Like, just tell me, like, you know, what's what I, I hear this a lot about the Google assistant assistant and this, the Siri. I, you, I mostly use, uh, because of my phone, I mostly use Bixby. And when you ask Bixby to mm. do something, he just says, do it yourself, asshole. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I do I not would, use Bixby. That is false. Reliable. Like if it does that every time, I'm good. That's fine. If I know what to expect. I just don't want to tell. I just don't want it to tell me to do something in the app when I'm literally talking to it. Like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, whatever. May, may I ask? This is a genuine. The last thing I said was false. This is a genuine <laughs> question. This is a genuine, sincere the following question. statement is true. <laughs> well, no, it's a question, but I the sincere- preceding statement was false. I'm sincerely curious as to your thoughts on this matter. I have the voice activation shut off on all my devices because I got paranoid about um, being listened to. And I'm curious if you think that is a paranoia on my part or like a genuine fair concern or just like, yeah, just learn to live with it. That's how it is now. They're listening anyway, you know, might so, as well get some use out of it. Here's okay. So here's how I view it. I would prefer that it not happen. Mm-hmm. But if you have a cell phone at all, they're already listening to you. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
it's kind of like it's not like you know live with it thing but you kind of have to because the convenience of smartphones are too great for me to not have that happen it's fair. brave new world is a good book <laughs> i don't know why 1984 is tra- like well, it's because it's because a bunch of white ring chugs don't know what Orwellian means. They, like, not not having my book published is <laughs> I love I love the one response that would be like, "No, that's false." Orwell got his shit published. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, funny. <laughs> uh, uh, man. Um, oh, you're gonna chug. God, okay. So I like. <laughs> This this one week we've been like at the time of recording it's been over like just over one week right in 2021 and it has been the most emotionally exhausting thing I've had to deal with compliments to the bare naked ladies <sighs> like they sung like, they sang a song I will say I will say week. and uh, please and uh, please mm-hmm. tell me if I'm being insensitive the news that someone accidentally shocked his dick and killed himself with a heart attack <laughs> is one of the <laughs> Chef, ooh, it's so funny! It's so funny. Like, how did I miss this story? Did that also, chef's kiss? Also, so also, perfect. also, someone uh, holding a "Don't Tread on Me" flag or a Gaddison flag mm-hmm. got trampled to death in the in the oh, uh, yeah. in the thing, which is also just oh god! So, like, if you wrote that in a sketch comedy, people would say, "No, that's too broad." Yeah, that is a little... right. Well, it's like you know they they have all the like thin blue line bullshit and you know like like we've been protesting for 10 months and also very little violence they've been they their thing was four hours and they killed a cop yeah the the back the blue people killed more cops in one day than the entirety of like hundreds of protests for hundreds of days it's pretty wild so listen listeners if you're if you're um if you're listening in the future, just to, to clarify the time period we're talking about. Today is Monday, November 1st, 1982. <laughs> Today we're reading the 1597th ever Garfield strip. And our big question is, how you doing, John? I'm doing pretty well. Got a response from Jesse there. Um, I, you know, I've been, I've been doing what I'm supposed to do. I've been staying inside mostly. And uh, doom scrolling, and it's working out pretty well for me. No, I, I yeah, I got nothing to share. Yeah. I had a lot of responses to that question last week. I had them stored up. I got nothing this week. I've just <sighs> yeah, it's fine. Listeners, you can tell us how you're doing uh, by writing into how you doing at beingjimdavis.com and let us know. We didn't get any listener responses this week. John. No listeners wrote in to tell us how they're doing. Nobody's doing this week. Um, yeah, we got two emails. I'm doing it this, I'm doing it now. We got two emails for the week. Uh, this one's from Ray Mulvihill. Good evening. I hope this email finds you well. Hope you had a good holiday. Happy New Year. Blah, blah, blah. Give me an autograph, Jim Davis. I'm too dumb to realize <laughs> this isn't your email address. Uh, got another one. This one, oh, this one's from James Are these Davis. People, like, do these people just, just write celebrities and just, I, are they, I think are they so. Always yeah. Emailing like, Apparently you know, so. Being Jodie Foster at, at just like what? Apparently so. <laughs> What's yeah. the deal? So I don't know. I don't get the it. thing. One of the things I want to ask is, mm-hmm. what celebrities are so vain <laughs> that they have a podcast called 
being themselves. Also, where you can just email this celebrity and ask them to send you an autograph and they have so much free time that they're like, yeah, sure, I'll do that right now. To be fair, the ones that are responsible actually do have a lot of free time right now. That's true, (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Um, um, okay. Anyway, what happens in today's yeah. Garfield? In today's Garfield, probably today we'll mostly just talk about the color gradient in the background. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to just skip the Garfield entirely? <laughs> Let's talk well, about this color gradient. Well, well I do want. I do want to uh, talking about a bunch of. Uh, I do want to discuss um, mm-hmm. the idea of uh, living space, um, mm. which. Was mm, uh, which is a Nazi's mm-hmm. concept, which was actually mm-hmm. surprise developed in America. Um, mm. <laughs> it's like a lot of the Nazi stuff. Yeah. Turns out America always sucked. Um, yeah. But uh, so Garfield is like, you know, oh, it's nice to have space. I don't give a shit what he says. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I am I'm compulsive enough that I have to. I have to specify Garfield thinks it's nice to be back in the country with space to roam. (laughs) Listeners will recall from last week, Garfield and John were on their way to the farm. They got sidetracked Mm. in a spooky haunted house. Garfield saw his own grave. So we can assume that this is the first appearance of ghost Garfield. Like this is Garfield. It's a canon in the strip. Garfield dies on October 30th, 1982. Um, This is ghost field. Wasn't, this one wasn't of the first times that the idea of it turns out that this was just all of uh, everything that you see is like flashing before their eyes the seconds before they die. I wasn't mean, he pretending possible, to yeah. be a like a bird yesterday? Yeah, he did pretend to. Be. I think that was allegory about him ascending to the kingdom of heaven. Okay, so that wasn't necessarily at the same. Uh, okay, I, I think that was allegorical, John. And then when all, all right. the cats chase him, they're chasing it's like the end him of two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the end. <laughs> anyway, this is Ghost Garfield, clearly. Um, Ghost know. Garfield is going for his morning constitutional. Yeah, he's wandering in the countryside, presumably at John's parents' farm. Um, and uh, he's got his, he's walking by Pete Lee and he's got his hands behind his back because he's like, you know, you know, that, that you got your hands behind your back and you're sort of wandering around casually. It's that feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I just it's uh you know, it's just it's it's antithetical to the idea that a lot of Nazis had. We were like, yeah, we need all this space to be me. And he's you know, all of them are just like, you know, killing people about it. And he's just like, I'm I'm bored. We can't have too much space. You know, let's you know, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I do like the Grady in the background <laughs> though. Grady in the background looks pretty good. In yeah, panel four, a... Garfield annexes the Sudetenland. <laughs> I was wondering who would first mention the Sudetenland. <laughs> Check. Yeah. I, we, what we didn't say is uh, uh, panel two, he continues on. He's thinking space to breathe, space to be me. We're seeing him at like a three quarters uh, back shot and he doesn't have a rear left leg. And then in uh, span, yeah, panel three, space to be bored. I'm not convinced he has a right one. He's, he's got a right hind leg in panel three. What do you it looks like is? a it looks it just it, that's an orange femur is what that is. Oh yeah, fair enough. Well, remember this is just the outward manifestation of Ghost Field, right? Like he's not maybe sure how to 
how to handle this is, it. This is, this is all allegory. I mean, honestly, if this is the first pan- this is the first strip of Garfield being dead, it's pretty apropos. Yeah. Like he's walking into this open horizon. He's totally alone. He has all this space. He's roaming. He's well, he's not breathing, but and then at the end, it's like he's in eternity and he's bored. Well, mm-hmm. what if that's what the if, afterlife? Well, what if this is like his own personal heaven? Because you know he's very missing. Can you be misanthropic? I can't say words right now. Misanthropic yeah. as a cat, like I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know he's fairly misanthropic, and he's just like you know I I finally have everything to me, and you know then he realizes that he's bored. Like you know, yeah, his his personal heaven turns out to be a hell. Like the guy in the Twilight Zone. It's a standard Twilight Zone episode. After he has the, he annexes the Sudetenland, and then his glasses break. (laughs) Piglet. Um, I mean, it is it is a little weird that this would be the first strip of Garfield being dead. Like it's it's very appropriate. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, has, if he not. hasn't died beforehand, uh, we do know he has nine lives because there's a whole movie about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a book yeah. and a special and everything. I do like, I do like the variety of uh, different angles that we get, different angles, different, different uh, placement mm-hmm. of Garfield in the composition. So, yeah, as he wanders through the, you know, he occupies a different uh, goes from you know, forward to middle, foreground to, to middle to distant very yeah. quickly. Um, we we promoed that we would talk a lot about the color gradient in the background we haven't described <laughs> well, it at all and well, i say we don't listeners you, you want... <laughs> well i will i will say also uh, it's been a while since i read a garfield from this era and you know jim davis knows how to draw a garfield at multiple angles <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good at, at a it time for the most part he wasn't able to yeah, yeah yeah no he's really the last few years yeah he's really come a long way in learning how to draw garfield and uh you know it still hasn't gotten to like where garfield which i will say because we did talk about this last time i was on forever ago before you know when i could go to concerts and not be afraid to be around people right right. um uh uh, the the feet hasn't gotten long but you know having a cat and seeing a cat stand up sometimes Mm -hmm. technically right to have the larger thing because they have the back they have the hinge yeah backward hinge and everything and for them to stand up they need more surface area so right now he's he's more human than than cat yeah Mm. and i feel like if you if you're gonna draw a cat walking on its hind legs without you know struggling i think you're gonna have to make some compromises to realism yeah Mm. so i think his his you know it's interesting you guys bring this up uh 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 forgive me, inclusive guys, uh, um, or neutral guys. Uh, he used, Garfield used to look like he had bird feet when he was walking bipedally. Yeah. And I feel like he, it's getting a little more, like it's weird, but it kind of fits, well, kind of uh-huh. works. You know what? He's walking on his toes right now. He's not walking on his feet. It's true. I see the hinge. I see the hinge there. Yeah. <clears throat> think he looked at a cat finally it's it's possible that jim <laughs> davis has been exposed to a cat because like now, now that i'm looking at it it shouldn't or, have an ankle but they're walking on their toes to cat. one of the two yeah yeah anyway 
I don't know. It's surprise. Jim Davis learned how to draw a cat. Uh, it's only been his job for what forty something years now. <laughs> Way to go, Jim Davis. Yeah, pretty he's good. only been at it like pretty good. five years or so, four and a half years at this yeah. point. Um, you've been listening to being Jim Davis. We hate our audience. Our audience is our enemy. <laughs> Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Podcast catch with beingjimdavis.com. Something, something. Um, uh, listeners, if you look, if you have any shred of human decency left, you're gonna go subscribe to Alphabet Flight, Creepy Critters, and presumably twelve other podcasts that Jesse is about to name that he's yeah. on. Uh, forgive me that they're on uh, uh, because you don't want to listen to this garbage. You want to listen to more Jesse Cooper. Yeah. Well, I oh, have yeah. uh, in, Into Riverdale, which I think if you look it up, it's called Into the Rewatch because we're just rewatching stuff. Um, but Into Riverdale, which I talked about briefly before the, I'm assuming the unedited version of the, this podcast. Largely an 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 I'm going to be real on still annoyed at I put so much work into editing each week. And I can't believe you're just out here not editing anything. Which I'm still, I'm going to be real on still annoyed at. I put so much work into editing each week. And I can't believe you're just out here not editing anything. Which I'm still, I'm going to be real on still annoyed at. I put so much work into editing each week, it, it, and I can't believe you're just out here annoying. not editing anything. Which I'm still, I'm gonna be real on still annoyed at. I put so much work into editing each week, and I can't believe you're just out But in our defense, editing is annoying. <laughs> Which I'm still, I'm gonna be real honest, still annoyed at. I put so much work into editing each week, and I can't believe you're just out here not editing anything. <laughs> like, uh, this but, is fair. This is, I mean, it's 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 a fair complaint. In, in our defense. Editing is annoying. <laughs> it's a lot of, well, we had we there was someone hard. on the not that long time. ago who was like, "Yeah, I was really surprised when I was on how much editing there was. I feel like you cut out all the stuff I said. I, like, I honestly don't remember that, and it seems like it wouldn't be the case. I don't think we cut out anything." Well, oh, I forgot that I have a soundboard, and you won't have the you won't edit it out, so. Okay, cool. Uh, well, um, <laughs> it's stay tuned for that. Yeah. So uh, I also have another podcast called Over I also have a podcast called Over. I also have a podcast called Over Smith, where I read H.P. Lovecraft stories, um, and I release a semi amateurish uh, audiobook for each one that isn't xenophobic or racist, which so far has only been three <laughs> out of forty. Th- only three have not been xenophobic or racist. No, no, no. Only three oh. of them have been uh, xenophobic wow. or racist. The rest uh, has just been, you know, surprisingly it's good. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. It turns out Lovecraft is a good writer, and it, um, it there's a reason why horror is mostly based off of his stuff. Yep. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> good job. Good night.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.